A very good morning to everybody. My name is Father Peter Diveru. I am a chaplain at NC State. And because I did a retreat here yesterday, Father John requested, or over the phone, he said, Father, I have something to ask. My grandmother just passed away, and I wondered if you could stay Sunday and celebrate the Masses so I can go to uh, Illinois, Peoria, I think he's from. So he's up there now with his family, and his grandmother will have uh, the funeral, or her funeral will be on Tuesday. So let's keep him in prayer. He said the first miracle of his grandmother uh, was yes, was uh, today's Sunday, right? So what day did they have the golf tournament? Was it yesterday? Friday. So Father John played in it, and he had heard that his grandmother had passed on. So he said the first miracle of his grandmother was he got a birdie. They're beautiful readings today, and I just want to walk with you through them with another request from Father John, which was, as you know, this week there's no, there are no masses in the Diocese of Charlotte. All the priests are going to, to uh, a retreat. So every year they have their retreat, and it's this week. So there's no mass here. But what you will have is adoration, adoration all day. Is the sign-up sheet at the back. I think it's already filled. But Father John wants all of us to reflect today with the readings the importance of adoration. What is adoration? Why do we come and adore our Lord? But I want to do it by walking through the scriptures. And here in the first reading... For the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. In our faith, we have arrived to the most climactic point in the whole of salvation history. From the very beginning, God knew everything that he was doing, planning, preparing us for. And really, ultimately, the greatest gift that God has given us is the Eucharist. So imagine the apostles realizing after time that the, the, the agape meal that they were celebrating every Sunday and bringing down our Lord because he said, do this in memory of me, this is my body, this is my blood that he could stay that they could keep him and then came about because they knew they would have to go and take the body of Christ to our sick brothers and sisters as we do today so we are living the reality of two not just 2,000 years but really 5,000 years of history you and me and we have come to the point where there's no more that God can do other than come for the last time and they lived with that uh, that deep in their bones in the first Christian church they thought that Jesus was coming soon we're still here 
2,000 years later, but we're living the reality of, well, what is heaven? Heaven is being with Jesus. What is adoration? Adoration is being with Jesus. Now, you're not going to like what I'm about to say now. Apparently, it's true. I just, I'm just repeating what I heard, that 80% of Catholics don't believe in the Eucharist. <gasps> Father, how could you possibly say that? I'm just telling you what I heard. Bishop Barron is my resource. So many Catholics, our brothers and sisters, actually come to Mass and they actually don't believe that it's the Eucharist they receive. Not because they are in there thinking, no, it's not Jesus, it's not Jesus. It's, they simply don't know. So when you fill out the survey, do you believe that it's actually the body and blood of Christ? Well, well no, I, I, I don't. Now, I'm sure that's not the case here. Or I'll be speaking to Father John when he returns. <laughs> that you do believe. But what degree do you believe? To what degree do you believe? To what degree do I believe? I'm quite sure there are people out here, maybe a lot younger than most of us who have gray hair, who believe more than we do. They just have a simple, direct line that this is Jesus. But we all get, as we get gray hair and we get older, we kind of get a little complicated and we start getting influenced by the world and we start spending a lot of time in the world. And so we can be massively distracted by the world. And how can I, how can, how do we know if, to what degree am I massively distracted by the world? Well, how much time do you spend doing other things than, whoops, than being with Jesus? So my invitation to you and, and Deacon and I were having breakfast together in between masses. He's getting tired of listening to my homilies. Um, we were saying, you know, how important is it for this parish? Don't worry about all the other parishes around Charlotte. Don't worry about all the other parishes around the world. This parish, this is your home. It's not another place. This is it. This is where you come. So you can actually have a revolution. A quiet one. And it's a revolution of love. And it's a revolution that, that centers itself around the Eucharist. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And then in the gospel, it's so beautiful what, what we, the message we get. The apostles say to Jesus, remember, they're living with him. They're seeing him. They're eating with him. They're walking with him. They're going. They're seeing his miracles. They're, and they're saying... You know, Lord, increase our faith. We see you, we love you, we adore you, but we don't know you. Who are you? Increase our faith. So Jesus' um, mission with the 12 was to form their faith. So how well is your faith formed? And so this is what the parish has to do and provide, is formation in your faith. And when your faith is well formed, when you start seeing people coming to adoration regularly, imagine having a perpetual adoration chapel, and it was this chapel, 
because it needed to be so big because there were so many people always wanting to be there. You couldn't have your own side chapel. Because, because you're in love. So maybe that's the Lipton test. Are we in love with Jesus? How can you tell? You know, when you first fall in love, right? You want to spend time with the person that you've fallen in love with. Okay, so if you're, 15, if you're 12 and 15, I'm not sure how that, if that's a really good idea. But if you're a little bit older, you're 20, you're 25, you want to spend time with that person. And here we have great examples here, a little bit, a little bit further along the track. And you still want to be together. Look, they're holding each other's hands during Mass. How beautiful is that? They are going to make it to the end. If they stay like that, they'll make it to the end. They'll be in heaven just like that. And what's life all about? You know, I'm from NC State. Well, I've just arrived there, so I'm just getting my feet wet. You know, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. The energy, the people, the students, it's amazing. The amount of energy and love dedicated to things other than Jesus is incredible. And you just want to put Jesus in the middle. So when Jesus is in the middle of your life, you're in heaven. So the question is, is Jesus in the middle of your life?